bait and switch. <laughs> Good start. They advertised a faithful adaptation. The show released not a faithful adaptation, Netflix. But they never advertised it as a faithful <laughs> adaptation. Yeah. In the future, please advertise the show as it will actually be. <laughs> Improved to 7 out of 10 when watched at 130% speed. Try it. What? What? <laughs> that was a one-star review from IMDb. <laughs> And welcome to Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Andrew. Hi, I'm Andrew. And Steven. Spoilers Intended podcast, now 100% better when listened to at least 130% faster. Oh, we can do the whole thing in 130%. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's go. And machines. in this episode, we're reviewing the Netflix animated series, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. I mean, it's not, Is that it's, how you're supposed to say it? Or Scott Pilgrim Scott takes Pilgrim off. Takes Scott off. You can say it 130%. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim takes off. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim takes off. <laughs> All right, a plot summary. A 20-something Toronto indie rocker's adventures in getting and keeping jobs, avoiding being kicked out of his apartment, and surviving encounters with the seven evil exes of the new girl in town on whom he has a crush. <sighs> Does he get or... To have a job at all? No. No. Yeah, he, uh, he's an indie rocker. He's an indie he's, rocker. He's unemployed. Yeah, which is pretty standard for indie rockers. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that they act like he like goes and like, applies at Starbucks or something. And this is, it does not happen. He does in the comic. Oh, no. There's going to be a, me saying that a lot. No, I should just record that soundbite and have it on the sound. Yeah, let's get that one ready. He does in the, the comic. comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this was released on November 17th, 2023. Directed by Abel Gongora. Yeah. Gongora. Uh, Abel. Abel Gongora. And Moko-chan. Written by Ben David Grabinski and Brian Lee O'Malley, the author of the original comic, comic book. Yeah. Uh, music by Anamanaguchi. Uh, Amanaguchi. Uh, um, Anamanaguchi. 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 Yeah. He had it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just said it 130%. <laughs> <laughs> Starring so many people. Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Satya Baba, Kieran Culkin, Chris Evans, Anna Kendrick, Brie Larson, Allison Pill, Aubrey Plaza, Brandon Routh, Jason Schwartzman, Ellen Wong, Mae Whitman, Johnny Simmons, and many... It is a very large cast of characters. It sure is. It is. It is. There's some, there's some cameos in there, too, just for there are. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Actually, I should say something. There's a lot of cameos. There are. A lot of cameos. We'll save a lot of those after the spoiler wall. But yes. So true. what are your overall thoughts? Anybody want to jump in here? Um, okay. Well, before we go yep. into that, I think we need to, because obviously there's there's three different versions of, or four different versions if you count the video game. Well, there's a Pilgrim board game, too. And a board game. Five. Does the board game count? Is I don't know. Uh, but, no. well, so we need to go round robin and explain our... Um, Le- our, levels, tri- our levels level of, of Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim okay. I'll go last, because it's the most. Okay. So... Um, Back in September of this year, 2023, was the first yeah. time I watched Scott Pilgrim, Same the team. film. Yeah, versus the world. Yeah. Before that, I literally had no knowledge of what Scott Pilgrim was. So you'd never just, even seen a trailer? You'd never seen... I, I mean, like, I think I saw a trailer when it first was, like, coming out. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure but that... I was in college at the time, and I just didn't care. I'm pretty sure in my mind... <laughs> About anything, trailer, even my grades, Mom. <laughs> especially his grades. I'm pretty sure the trailer for Scott Pilgrim and 22 Jump Street just kind of run together in my mind. 
Interesting. Very yeah. different trailers. They for are very different, different movies. but they're still kind of the same age range. So I guess. Yeah. yeah. But so I hadn't seen the film yeah. until this. And the only reason why I watched the film was one at the behest of a couple of our friends. Um, most of them who are listeners who support have, the show, who support not, the show. Not Thank you. They support the show. Uh, but yeah. the other Thank thing you. was, was that I knew that we were going to review the anime. Yeah. So I wanted to have a comparison point for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good. So, Man, if you hadn't, if you hadn't watched the movie, I mean, I, even know, I don't know if the anime and, be and you have just to be clear, no concept of the comic. No, have you seen all. the artwork from it or anything? No. It looks exactly like the anime. Yeah, anyway, I, I, I've heard. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I know now. Right, right, right. But okay. like before that, yeah. So Nothing. yeah, okay. pretty much that. And did you like the movie? Yeah, I thought the movie was good. Okay, uh, it's it's one of those things where I like Edgar Wright as a director. Yeah, so it's very much in his wheelhouse, or like he's yeah. kind of like at the peak. Edgar Wright power <laughs> right. at this point. It, the movie and, is very Edgar yeah, Wright. It is, and, and it's yeah. great. So because of that, I liked it. Yeah. There, there's a, some like performances in the film that I did not really like, mm. but that's not really detracting from the enjoyment just, of the film. Who specifically? That's because you just, just don't um, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, and um, I, the guy who played Gideon Graves, I can't even remember. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. I okay. don't like him. Interesting. So, so I love Schwartzman. I don't love him in that movie as much as yeah. I love him in like uh, you know Rushmore and mm-hmm. like any anything that he's in with Wes Anderson. Yeah. The answer here is really yeah. it's not that Andrew didn't like the performances. He just doesn't like those people. Well, oh, no, I actually like Michael Cera a lot. I just don't think that he but was the why, right pick. Why would you like Michael Cera? Honestly, have you seen Superbad? I mean, Superbad, super yeah. yeah I like, actually like Michael Cera. What about Arrested Development? He was killer in that. <laughs> the original series. Yeah, not Steven, what about you? Yeah. Uh, so basically the same boat. I saw the film at the same time as Andrew because, hey, it's the same set of people. He was in the same wow. room. So neither one of y'all had room. seen it before then. No. no. This is blowing my mind. Okay. I just didn't care. Uh so this is like my heart is breaking over here. Keep going. <laughs> oh, I'll drive the stake. Well, no, no, I'll, th- I'll say this too. Yeah. Every time that the film was presented to me by a friend, there's like, oh, you really need to watch this. This is exactly the film that you would like. I am immediately like, mm, I don't think that's going to be the call. It becomes, yeah, so, like yeah. that's See, the Andrew worst way to present it to anybody. When he yeah. when he suggests stuff to me and that I don't watch it, and then yeah. he's like, someone suggested this to me, and I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, I'm the same way. Anytime someone says something to me and it's like, this is perfect for you, I'll immediately cross my arms and I'm like, I would have seen it then. You know, like that's always my. See, yeah. we said that to him about Starship Troopers. And, and it like, rules. He's like, I will not watch that. We're like, well, we're going to make it required watching. I never watching. said that I would not you watch it. I have, I have always pretty, said that I would pretty, want to watch no. that. Well, anyways, continue. Okay. Continue, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically my knowledge begins and ends with the film. Yeah. Uh, I have a little bit of osmosis knowledge from the fact that after watching the film, uh, my wife was like, I'm going to read the manga. It's mm-hmm. like, knock yourself out. Gotcha. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> and then yeah. we have Ryan. Who Ryan has yeah. So I Scott read Die Hard since day one. The Scott Pilgrim manga. It's, it's a Michael comic book, but it's, it's in manga <sighs> style. So I don't know. Oh, that sounds horrible, actually. Look what did you say? I catch Michael Sarah in his soul. You were born with uh, Michael Sarah in your soul. I don't think I've ever been that awkward. <laughs> a little bit, but not quite that bad. Um, so I read the comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, okay. Let me ask you that. Let's, let's get this definitive. When something is a Western made cartoon, do you ever call it an anime or does it well, have to no, be from no. Japan? No, actually I have a whole thing oh, about Lord. this. Okay. We're not going to get into that right now. Well, well, my question was going to be about manga. Same way. Cause the comic book is very manga style. It's very styled. It's, but no. it's still a comic book it to me manga. because it's from Correct. Canada. Yes. Right? Okay. Correct. Anyways, 
I see, read. The Canada's not the U.S. though. So it doesn't. Like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's foreign. It's foreign. Yeah. No, By okay. Default. Real quick, I read the comic book after all six volumes were completed mm-hmm. in. I can't remember the year, but I was 26. Okay, when I Just read do it, do some math. That was 14 years. It is like oh eight ish, oh seven, somewhere in close there. Enough, somewhere because yeah, yeah, the comic book started enough. to come out in like oh four. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember the exact date they finished, but I waited for all six volumes to be done. Yeah. Um, read it, loved it because mm-hmm. this story is to me very emphatically something that would resonate with a mid 20s. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Person, this, right? is, this is definitely one of those works that if you see it at the right time, you will base your entire personality around that. Oh, sure. Well, because it hits calm when... Calm down, Rick and Morty fans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the Rick and Morty <laughs> fans, calm down. No, I, I was the Rick and Morty fan for this when mm-hmm. it came out because it hit yeah. when I... <laughs> it was like, you know, you're crashing yeah, on people's right. couch, yeah. couches, you're between jobs. Mm-hmm. You um, want to be in musician yeah like yeah, all this stuff is band. like hitting mm-hmm. my life at the same time yeah. or a l- similar stuff yeah um and so i was a huge fan right and then when they announced the movie i was like through the moon I was yeah like, holy God. it came out in 2010 mm-hmm. and i was there like day one mm-hmm. saw it the movie was a flop by the way it cost I mean, like no, eight, I know. Yeah, 80 million to make it did like 50 million yeah, box yeah, office it didn't really make a lot i love the movie mm-hmm. it is to me one of the best adaptations of like comics and things yeah. of that nature that's ever been done because a lot of the stuff that they cut out is the right stuff to cut out mm-hmm. that like makes more sense in a comic book. Like there's entire characters that get cut. There's entire arcs that get cut. Well, and, and that's the thing is like, you only have maximum two hours. Right. To, two and a half. Yeah. Like you only have so much to work with. Yeah. There's only yeah. so much and time. So to me, they remix a lot of stuff too. They take like this fight that happened here, they move it up and they, this thing that was like going on between these two people, they make it between these two people just to kind of like, make mm-hmm. it brief. And yeah. I think for me, when I came out of it, I was so impressed because, you know, you had Iron Man came out in 08 mm-hmm. and I was like, that's a really good comic book adaptation, you yeah. know? And then this came out and I was like, that was like, there's words in the movie that are panel for panel, yeah. you know, line for line. Take well, it exactly. So it's, yeah. it's funny. I guess 2008 was a good year for a lot of adaptations because Speed Racer came out in 2008 and it's one of the best anime adaptations. <sighs> well, OTN was Scott Pilgrim. But oh, yes. oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. it was Iron Man. Yeah. But that started like the trend of like, oh, they can make really good mm-hmm. comic book movies that are really close to the yeah. comics. They're not having to make huge sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I was a huge fan of it. I think my, my complaints of the movie are that Michael Sarah's portrayal of Scott Pilgrim is a m- much more whinier version than what's in the comics, mm-hmm. just because they cut out a lot of the stuff that kind of builds him into a yeah, character. They focus only on the exes and only on him he's still whiny whining. in the comics, but there's just there's more layers to the onion, mm-hmm. if you will, and that's just a fact you just have of more like, time to work with. You got more time. You yeah. have to really boil it down to like yeah. what's happening here. Anyways, to digress, that is I, I played the video game when it mm-hmm. came out in. Uh, yeah, so a beat, a beat em up side scroller. It was on PS3, but so I don't remember what year. The board game? I have not. It's pretty new. It's called <laughs> Scott Pilgrim Miniaturizes the World, and it comes with a bunch of miniatures. It looks oh, really cool. Yeah, um, I don't, <laughs> it's you basically set up, it looks like the board game is you set up battle arenas, yeah. and then people play as, I think it's like two to four players mm-hmm. go around, and you have like props you can use and, and things. That's fun. But I, I have not watched like a playthrough to see like what yeah. it is like. It yeah. may not be that good. It, the minis look really good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the other thing that impressed me about the movie was like just the visual and how really well done Edgar Wright did a job of like transitioning scenes and like making the fight seem like kinetic and, and yeah. frantic with actors that don't know martial arts. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they did a good job. Um, so I loved the movie when it came out. 
was a huge fan because I was already a big yeah. Scott Pilgrim fan. So when they announced this, I was like, oh, heck yeah, because it looks exactly like the like comic, the comic book. Brian yeah. Yeah. Like, kicked the door open and he was like, we have to review this. We have to review this. And y'all both were like, I don't know. Because well, at that point, we hadn't even seen the movie, the, the movie yeah. yet. Yeah. And I was like, well... I'm going to have to see it eventually. You want me to watch like a yeah. TV show? Yeah. Like, uh, well, well, so, and, and that kind of like kind of explains some of the, the lack of enthusiasm going into this because it, my whole, like the whole time that it's been out since 2010 or whatever, mm-hmm. it has always been sold as a franchise or like a, a universe that I would genuinely love and that I am the target audience for. So every time I hear that, <laughs> I'm just like, I think you're wrong. Andrew's like, right. you think I'm the target audience? For this, sir, you just insulted me. <laughs> well, it, yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like the second someone tells you, oh, you, you're going to love it. I'm like, I'm probably not just because you said that. Well, I'm, and see, I'm going to hate it out of spite. Andrew is fueled by spite. I will say this, <laughs> that like I am definitely the target audience. Yeah. You are probably the target no, audience. No, no. Well, you know and that's the thing. Is like, <laughs> that, that's kind of the mentality going into like yeah. all of Scott Pilgrim stuff. And after the movie, I was like, okay, Edgar Wright definitely did a really good job with this. I enjoyed it. I'm now I'm mildly looking forward to the anime version of it. Yeah. And um, and going into the to the anime, the first two episodes I did not like at it all. Very mm-hmm. negative. Um, it was very negative. I, and not because the like the animation was bad or anything like that. Yep. I just there there's a lot of like components that go into making a show. Yeah. And I thought that the first two episodes were just really, really weak. Okay. Um, one because of the dub voice acting, which mm-hmm. is not very good in my opinion, which we'll get into. Um, the lack right of like now. the lack of general music, um, like mm-hmm. in between like the the key like opening song and then like the Sex Bomb Mom song and that kind of stuff. Like other than that, there's really nothing else. Mm-hmm. And it just had a really, like a really weird pacing for those first two episodes. But the second you get to the third episode, it opens up into something that is truly unique there's a, key, and I genuine, there's a key plot point that happens somewhere in there we can't discuss yeah. the side of it yeah that, that increased andrew's enjoyment dramatically maybe yeah. um but uh <laughs> but it was definitely it was definitely one of those kind of like eye-opening moments where like i got to the third episode i'm like ooh, this is okay, okay. i can vibe with this like, now this i see is, what we're yeah. doing yeah. yeah and then everything else past that was fantastic well, it was like yeah you hit his turning point you're like man we're getting weird Oh, we're getting weirder. Yeah, oh, and this, like, is, this is the weird that yeah, I this want. Is, yeah. This is not the weird of the movie. This is a different flavor of weird. Well, and, and the big thing is, is whenever you move into like an animated medium, you mm. have so much leeway of what you oh, can do with characters, yeah. cameras, yes. everything. And they those, those first two episodes, the first one is kind of whatever, but the second episode, they kind of did it a little bit. Yeah. But they didn't go hard enough with it to really grab you. Yeah. And then the third one, they're like, ah, this is it. Yeah. Like, so that's kind of where, like, that's I, when it really becomes what this version mm-hmm. is. And is. I, I it, think, and I thought it was really good to me. Um, the beauty of it as someone who's a fan of every version of Scott Pilgrim <laughs> is that <laughs> this can stand alongside the movie oh, and the comic. And I would say that, so uh, to just my top feelings, right. Mm-hmm. I like the anime a lot. Yeah. It is very much more like the comics than it is the movie to mm-hmm. me. Like it, it, it hews well, closer to. It doesn't have Edgar Wright's punchy editing. The, the snappy, right. the snappy edits. What I was yeah. going to say, the the thing that detracts it for me isn't so much the vocal performances, like the voice, mm-hmm. the voice acting. It, it's not great. There's definitely like some people that are the, better the, at it no, than yeah, others. Absolutely, there are absolutely some very good performances yeah. in here, but for the main cast, like almost everyone's really flat. 
Yeah, there's a lot of people that are a little to me a little too flat, but I think it's the the pacing mm-hmm. is not as quick because yeah, I watched snappy. in preparation for this. I rewatched the movie and mm-hmm. I reread the entire comics. So, I was like I wanted to be completely versed on like everything, you know, going into it. And so to me, yeah, that's what it's missing is the 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 pacing, mm-hmm. the the snappy quick It's it's the oomph. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cuz we can complain, right? Like you you referenced earlier about the movie, we're dealing with actors who aren't martial artists yeah. doing martial arts, right? And typically in western cinema, you complain about, well they do the quick edits to hide punches, but when Edgar Wright does a quick edit, it just kind of works. You well, just and, expect and it's fun. Edgar Wright yeah. to make a, a quick edit here, like quick snappy cut and new, you know, camera angle, and it's just like it's just Edgar Wright being Edgar Wright. It's not oh Michael Sarah can't throw a punch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because they're not playing it straight. They it's leaning in to the fact that it is based on a comic where you have like something like Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. where all of the actors they're just in an action film right. but they don't do martial arts so like they cut it every single punch but they're playing it straight right. to where it's just like well that that doesn't really mean anything where this is edited to emphasize well, that. Where the movie's yeah. edited yeah. which the, again the anime kind of lacks which doesn't Totally matter because if you want to have a really cool martial arts fight, well, you can just draw them having well, a really cool like. And yeah. to be clear, Mary like Elizabeth Winstead being able to do a backflip is irrelevant here, you know. Well, like, yeah, so we're not talking about the action editing in the anime. Now. I'm, I'm talking about, I was just I'm talking about the dialogue. Yeah, like, yeah, well, well, I I kind of jumped into it just because yeah. Edgar Wright works with that type of cinema because you just expect it from him, right? Yeah. Whereas here, I think because of the movie, I was kind of predisposition towards, towards expecting that. that that's like the Scott, a Scott Pilgrim vibe. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's just not, it's very yeah, slow. Because it's a, it's a lot vibe. slower. Yeah. 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 So what did you, what did you think about it, Steven? Uh, so you know, full, full disclosure here, right? We, we, we made Netflix proud. Yeah. We mm-hmm. sat down, we were like, we're going to watch like two episodes. We got through the first two. And we're like, I don't know what's going on. Let's watch the third episode. You know, a couple hours later, we finished the whole series, and Netflix is like, "That's right, you binge this show." Yeah. <laughs> well, whereas, like the whole the way model through, works. yeah, the whole way through, my wife and I were just like, "I don't understand what's going on." You know, she's read the comic. She thought it was going to be more like, "Oh, you know, they have more like more space like space to yeah. work with." It's mm-hmm. going to be more like the comics. Yeah, it was. It was a totally different thing on its own. Yeah. Yeah. And so we kept being like, "We'll just go to the next episode. Let's see what's going." On. Well, no, no, that's not. I so I think they did a really good job of. Once you're past the first couple episodes, because I agree with Andy, the first couple episodes, I was like, man, I don't so know if I can sit here. In and the do first this. episode, I was like, so we're just doing like a slower version, yeah, version of, the yeah. of the first one, <laughs> and it is not that, and and thankfully, it is not that. The the thing I'll say too, just to throw this in here real quick, that's like I only caught because I just watched the movie and read the comic. Is it like? knowing that these three things can exist side by side as mm-hmm. like three versions of the same thing. Mm-hmm. The same intent is basically said in each version, yes. but each line is slightly different. And yeah. when you see all three, it's like, Oh, he <laughs> says it this way in the comic, because this happens later. He says it this way in the movie, because this, ha- and he says it this way in the anime, because this happens later. And it, yep. You see the sh- the matrix. The code starts to yeah. fall before it's, you. It's three lines all aiming for the same point. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they all get there from slightly different angles. Yeah. So uh, that, I thought that was cleverly done. It is. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. I'm like, yeah. Again, uh, I think ultimately we enjoyed the show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't really complain. I mean, again, we sat there and watched all but I, eight episodes. Yeah. So I, I agree. I, the first two episodes are the well, now, are the weakest. I'll say this too. Like if you're if you are you know listening to this before you watch it and you start watching it and you don't like the 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 celebrity dub 
which is the English version. Um, there is a Japanese dub of it, which is honestly fantastic. I know that's super cliche for me to say specifically. It's, it's, just, it's so however, expected at this point that well, if you no, didn't it's, say it, I'd be disappointed. So I watched the whole show in the English dub, and then I rewatched about five episodes in the Japanese dub, and the Japanese dub is objectively better because they have professional voice actors that have been See, in the industry yeah. for decades. See, when we were buying tickets, this is a total different segue, for Boy and the Heron, <laughs> uh-huh. And my wife was like, do you want the sub or the dub? I was like, well, I know Andrew's going to see the sub, so let's take the (laughs) dub because that way we guarantee two different viewpoints. Mm -hmm. And if we really like it, we can just see it sub. Yeah. We can go back next week or whatever. Uh, So, yeah, I I just – it's – again, if you didn't bring this up, I'd be disappointed. But, yeah, no, it's definitely one of those where, like – I know it's cliche for me to say it, but the Japanese dub is very good. And I will say, to your point – there's some weak voice acting in this, but because it's people who aren't voice actors, right? And also, and the people that do have voice acting experience are good. It shows, yeah. yeah. It definitely shows. I mean, but Chris Evans is great. Right? I will say, as a defender of the voice actors, that having the main cast come back and really it's, cemented it's it for really me as cool being awesome for yeah. them to be like. I'm glad hey, that they did it. We brought all yes. the cast back. From I, the I love that they come back. I wish that some of them wouldn't have sounded so bored. Well, Andrew so Ramona's supposed to be. That's her whole thing. But that, like, that's the thing, though, is like you can still be a stoic person and actually have emotion to your words. Sure, I think she does. I disagree with you on that point. Well, now she does better than she did in the film. I disagree with you on that point as well. <laughs> I think Mary fight, Elizabeth fight, Winstead fight, did great fight, in both. <laughs> but that's my two cents on that. So, okay, Stephen, back to your overall thoughts. You enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of fun with it. Yes, yeah. again, it's different. It's uh, it's differently paced. Um, like you were saying, it kind of it, it gets to the same message from kind of a different approach. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're getting kind of the same package at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. It's just a different. You know, it's like a reverse, it's a, it's reverse a wrapping paper. Yeah. Or something. yeah, it's a different yeah. trip. Yeah. So I mean, I think it is worth watching if you're a fan. For, for sure. sure, absolutely. And if this is your first exposure to Scott Pilgrim, and yeah, you think the voices are kind of still to check mm-hmm. out the the Japanese dub if you if you or an, a regular anime watcher. Yeah. Um, well, and I'll, I'll definitely say this too. Science Saru does the whole production for it. Yeah. And their animation is phenomenal. Oh, the character yeah. designs are oh, great. Yeah. It's, it's one of those where like the, the character designs are quotation marks simple, but that yeah. gives them so much room to work with and get extra detail for or sure. Do like, you know, just really dynamic uh, moments in the, in the show. I, so I didn't realize yeah. they had done the show and then like the, the intro started and their little logo was at the front. Yeah. I was like, oh, these the people are good. Monkey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I know that logo. Yeah, they, hey, they have yeah. done some fantastic shows in the past, and they have new ones coming out that are going to be equally as good. Like they're a fantastic animation studio. So, like, don't be worried they, they didn't about skimp like, on that, that yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah. now I think the animation again nails the art style of it the does. comics, and yeah. then it does. It's it's animated really well. I, I do feel like my my chief complaint is that the editing or the pacing is like it could have been punched mm-hmm. up a little like so just from cutting it a little shorter in some mm-hmm. scenes maybe so uh abel he's the direct the show mm-hmm. director for it and yeah. he's been in the animation industry in japan for years he's actually spanish right but um he doesn't have that same kind of edgar Wright touch to it right and there's definitely a lot better way to do snappy dialogue like even just in animation yeah there's a couple shows that you can go watch like like Kaguya-sama Love is War is a fantastic example of, like, really quick, witty dialogue. Tight, witty, yeah. Yeah, that is just done in a normal anime budget. So, like, whenever I saw this, I was initially 
kind of like, I was like, oh man, like yeah. you had it right here. Like it's definitely able to be done. You just yeah. need to have that kind of directing. Speaking of, do we have any idea of what Netflix paid for this show? No idea. No, I, I looked around and there's no like confirmed the, the budget. Streaming, the streaming services are real tight lipped about how much money they're throwing. At they these are. Things. Well, because you had such a huge cast of characters. Yeah. Like, it makes came you back, wonder like these are then, some pretty big names. No, but there was a lot of executive producers. Edgar Wright's yeah. one of them. You well, know, didn't so Edgar like, Wright like go around and like act, like talk to every single like, like, person to like whatever. manually get them back in. I tell you what, I'll jump into one trivia fact. No, there it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Free trivia with the, the exception of the actors that played the Katinagi twins from the movie, the entire cast came back. Right. So Edgar Wright revealed that since 2010, there has been an email group that the entire cast and crew of the film have been a part of. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's the cute. making of the film was considered such a great experience by everyone involved that the email group never disbanded just so everyone could keep in touch. Oh, nice. So, so long ago that I was shocked. Yeah. It wasn't like an aim group or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think 2010, MSN. that was probably the turn of like, yeah, people MSN, were still yeah. in email groups around 2010, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and like MSN had phased out. So yeah. aim was dead. Yeah. 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 Aim so, would have been long dead by then. Yeah. When it was time to cast this series, instead of, going to everyone's agents, Edgar Wright just popped into the email group and said, would anyone want to reprise your roles? And every single cast member, again, except for the Kakinagi twins, uh, jumped at the chance and replied. Email. Yeah, (laughs) they've evolved. (laughs) Now, everyone responded in under three hours. Nice. They're like, I'm on board. I'll do it. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for it. And like Chris Evans and Michael Sarah both have done a couple of um, press junket things for Mm -hmm. the show. And also with uh, in during COVID, they did a a table read of the the whole movie. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Some some groups yeah, yeah, did yeah. that. Like Lord and of the like, Rings did that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of them when interviewed, Chris Evans was like, "It's one of the only movies he's ever been a part of where like he shoots his parts and then he's done." But he hung around on hung set around to watch, and he was like <laughs> behind the scenes on some of them, just like just checking it out because he's like, it was such a fun vibe and Edgar Wright has such a fun set because he makes it just a fun place to work that he's Mm -hmm. like and he didn't specifically mention Captain America but he's like no other movie that I've worked on have I like (laughs) really stuck around after specifically Captain America (laughs) specifically has you know been known to talk about it in interviews where like you know he's like he's very proud of him being Captain America and like working on the Marvel films but he's like those aren't really the movies I want to make I want to do the ones where you know like I can actually like act well can you imagine being like all right, I did my bit as Captain America. I should hang around in this big green room and watch and watch right. dudes run around and punch green people. Yeah. Like, Hold on, what am I doing here? Like, right. what am I actually watching? <laughs> So if you thought the League of Evil Exes wasn't enough, wait till you check out the League of Previous Episodes we've put together <laughs> oh, on SpoilersIntendedPodcast.com. No. <laughs> That's right. You can go there and check out all of our prior episodes along with links to things like our Discord, socials, and Patreon. Yeah, so we have a Discord that you can come and join us on. We talk about what we're cooking, what we're eating. Well, that's two thing, two the same thing. What we're watching. <laughs> right. yeah, I, 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 I mean, sometimes everything. one person cooks for another one. You yeah, know? maybe you know. Or sometimes you just eat something that you paid for. <laughs> you know. Also, we would love it, absolutely love it, if you would join us on our social media. We have Facebook and Instagram. We have a lot of fun over there. It's the easiest way for you to keep up with what we're going to be covering. Please give us a follow. All right.
right, and we're back. Man, such a banger of a it song. It is such a good it's song. It's a really good song. <laughs> that was another thing that like I just loved about the the movie when it came out. I bought the soundtrack like immediately. This yeah. is back in the it's CDs. Good music. And the music's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Beck on there. I was listening to Beck well, like crazy. When back you then. have really a, when you have a movie about like musicians or TV series about musicians or yeah. whatever, the music better be. It good. needs to be right. Good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, yeah. If it's not, if you can't get behind it, then like what do you what are you here for? Right. No, I I completely agree, and I would say that's one part where the show struggles a little like the well, anime agreed. versus the movie whereas the agreed. movie has like every other scene mm-hmm. there's like a, well, oh this is a cool song and you know? this is that's kind of where like there's not as much energy in the anime yeah until you get to those really high emotional peaks and it's right. fantastic but every a lot of the stuff in between is just kind of there. there's no background music it's just kind of dialogue and yeah. when you have that mixed with you know some lesser than you know per, like Flat, not, flat, flat performances. Flat performances. Yeah. Then it just it really takes a lot of the energy out, and that's not saying that I didn't like it. There's just a lot that could have been improved on to make it a better we just, experience. We just want this to be punched up. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I say up a notch. If, if they had had, and I don't know if it was like a licensing budget issue. Again, we don't know what they paid. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah, well, especially because like, this is all hand animated for the most part for the right. characters and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like that's a lot of money, right? Especially so, with Science Saru doing it. Like, and that's where I don't know if like. That was the, the, you know, the drawback was like, we'll get, you know, Anamanaguchi to do, you know, some songs here and there. Yeah. And then we'll get like some decent performance songs for when the band is playing. And then we have the open. Mm-hmm. Good with that. You know, cause there's one <laughs> song, I think it's on the last episode eight. That's from the movie soundtrack mm-hmm. Yes, that I was when it hits, I was like, yeah, you know, Where and I was this? like, man, why didn't y'all have this throughout <laughs> all these episodes? Yeah. And I'm also good with them doing a new soundtrack, but have the same level of you like TLC. Yeah. yeah. Cause like Beck wrote so many songs mm-hmm. for the original soundtrack that like, I guess him and Edgar Wright were just hanging out at the time. Well, and well, then, of course, like, yeah. In the last, in. you know, 10, 13 years or whatever, all Beck has done has gotten bigger. So like, well, right. We'll see. Price now tag well, goes up. But, now but you find someone similar yeah. to Beck to like, really wants to be a part of this and like really, you know, get in there and like write some songs you for find that, yeah. that, that emerging songwriter who loved the first Scott Pilgrim. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a formative movie for them. Right. Well, so now that we're out on the other side of the spoiler wall, he's now Edgar wrong. That's how we need. To oh yes. Yeah. In, the, yes. in the show <laughs> played that by whole, Kevin McDonald, Canada's favorite, by that the way. whole meta, we're making the I love it. That, I thought yeah. it was fantastic. Like, oh, this is where we're going. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's great. Uh, let's hit a little bit of trivia and then sure. let's get right into our thoughts. Cause we, we covered for me, one of the bigger parts of trivia before. And we also have to go back to the music. Yes. We do have to go back to yes. the music. Um, so in this series, Ramona's occupation changes obviously from an Amazon courier to Netflix. Netflix DVDs, yeah. Which is funny, but which is sh- funny. Yeah. But like in the, in the comic she delivers for amazon.ca and there's the joke of like, what's the website? And Wallace <laughs> is like amazon.ca. <laughs> and then in the movie they did the same joke. And then this one I was like, Oh, Okay, it's yeah. Netflix, but it had to be. Yeah. I think the way they did it was some people were like cringe worthy. I was like, no, it was that's as that's, tastefully as you can do it. But yeah. like, it's and just it, a swap. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Almost, it's yeah. borderline not even promotion. Like we're already at, we're already on Netflix watching this. Like you're not promoting the fact right. that you mail DVDs because Netflix doesn't even do that anymore. Yeah, they've stopped. Like, right. Like <laughs> it's like for someone coming into this fresh and new is like, whoa, Netflix used to send out DVDs. How how antiquated is that? All those, like, yeah, all those stop. Gen Z. Zoomers. Is it Z? Zoomers. What's the next one? What's Zoomers. the one after this? No one knows. Gen, <laughs> wait, no, Gen Z and then Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha. Yeah. Is that oh, what they're did calling it? Did it restart? Yeah. Apparently it. Uh, 
We're back to the front, baby. You can only have so many generations. It's not 26, so it's not the alphabet because, like, boomers is way out of order. <laughs> <laughs> we're jumping. There's no rhyme or reason You're to like, it. You're like, Gen X. Cool, so we're Gen Y. No, you're millennials. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> this isn't how this works at all. Uh-huh. We're Zoomers. Why are they Zoomers? Because the Z comes after the X. But we already broke the system. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this series marks the first time in the Scott Pilgrim franchise that the evil axes actually interact with each other. Yeah, I, I really like that, that dynamic flawed, quite actually. a bit. Yeah, yeah I, I loved it when uh, it was Lucas Lee is hanging out with Gordon Goose. Yeah, I was oh, like, that was such a good little heck, bit. Yeah, yeah. It's well, been that, 90 minutes. I know, it's gone for 90 that minutes. That sequence was amazing. Yeah, they built a skate ramp. The paintballs are like, this is going to be bad. What are they doing? <laughs> um, Griffin Newman voices various minor characters in this show. Newman was very close to playing young Neil in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the movie. Uh, before ultimately losing it to Johnny Simmons. So I guess he made up for it by coming oh, back for this cool. one and like voicing a bunch of stuff. Um, in Edgar, uh, in episode four titled whatever Edgar writes, frequent collaborators, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost make a cameo as two security guards yeah. overseeing yeah. the production of uh, Scott Pilgrim's precious little life. Uh, Nick Frost, who voices studio security number two, even adopts the same accent he used for his character, Danny Butterman in hot fuzz. Yep. Um, later in the series final episode, they reappear holding a strawberry and chocolate Cornetto, a playful nod to their collaboration in the Cornetto trilogy, encompassing Shaun of the dead, hot fuzz and the world's end, Yeah, which okay. is just Edgar Wright. Just to doing a team. Just, just yeah. riffing. Yeah. Um, and then finally, while it can stand on its own due to time travel shenanigans, the series is technically a sequel to the original series of graphic novels or the film adaptation. It doesn't distinguish. Yeah. So like, it's time interesting because those wonky things. Yeah. A lot of well, I think every. I didn't pay a hundred percent attention to everything, but I think every reference in the anime could apply to either the could book, either one, the movie yeah. or the book. Yeah. Because yeah. they they don't hit any specific thing that's like, oh, that only happened here. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Which but, I, I think yeah. that's a good way to do it. Well, this is oh, kind of sure. like the yeah. bridge. You're straddling yeah. the two, the two other two media because mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. the in between. It's it's what we had. We drew pictures on paper. Now we have moving pictures on yeah. paper, and then we well, have and moving it, pictures. And yeah. it's you know, and it is a very meta experience. It really like, even, it even is. Even just only being familiar with the movie, it's because like you're like okay, well after the first episode, you're like all right, well I see where this is going. Yeah, and then obviously you know they change it up, what which a is twist. good. And, yeah. and it's a fantastic twist because now you you get to see it from Ramona's side. You get to sideline Scott for the pretty much the whole series, which this is, is fantastic. Yeah. This is where Andrew he takes off. This is where Andrew's enjoyment goes. No, see, this shouldn't have been takes off. Scott Pilgrim gets up and leaves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So I I think that the way they handled it was perfect because again it gives and I don't know exactly Brian Lee O'Malley's uh, involvement on the scripting in terms mm-hmm. of like did he write the plot. Mm-hmm. Was he just like a consultant because he wrote the comics? It's hard to find the info on the production because it's so this, new. Well, yeah. there's just um, not enough interviews out there. You had the yeah. strike, so you didn't necessarily have promotion right. like yeah. early on, but now we have it, and it's like it just hasn't percolated out there enough. But it to me, it reminds me of like I'm also watching the season two of Invincible right now, which I was a huge fan of the Invincible comics, and yeah. the the show has done a really good job of like adapting it faithfully and remixing certain things here. Mm-hmm. And I know on Invincible, uh, Robert Kirkman has said like, it's great to come back to something that I made in like Oh three Oh four and be mm-hmm. able to like update some stuff. Like specifically on that one, the main character's mom is like sidelined in the main comics. Yeah. 
in this, she gets whole scenes. And so for me, I was like to see Ramona get like a whole lot of, you know, well, actual um, development, actual, which was good. She gets a lot more in the comics well, than yeah. she does in the movie, but it's still very much through the lens of Scott Pilgrim for mm-hmm. the most part. Like you're still seeing, if you're seeing her, it's usually interacting with him yeah. a lot of times. She's, she's the, the, his, his object of effect. She's the right. goal, right? Like in a lot of, in the, in the but, movie and for I, sure. I think that's why yeah. I like this version a lot more just because Ramona does have a lot more agency. Oh, yeah. She's the main happening. character. Yeah, which is fantastic. Two thirds, yeah. three quarters of the show. I, I would still argue yeah. she's still the main character, even though like you just start out with the well, side character. Well, you enter, right, you yeah. enter assuming Scott Pilgrim. Yes. I mean, his name is the title, mm-hmm. right? You're like, okay, cool. So this is the main character. Oh, we're just kind of doing the movie and he's gone. Yep. Yeah. And what are we doing now? Guys? And I, I think that was the best choice they could have done. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was I just the wish best. They, I don't hate Michael Sarah yeah. to the extent. Well, no, that not does. not even that. I think just from a story but, perspective, but from a you yeah. want to do something fresh. Yeah. Well, this is this is how you're going to have to approach. Mm-hmm. Like like it, his story has been told from his perspective twice now. Yeah. Like, what do you want fresh? Well, let's uh, let's tell it from him if he's on his head. I don't, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> he stands on his head. Uh, uh, it's all upside down. I, I kind of wish they would have gotten to that twist in the first episode instead of the second episode. I wish the first episode could have right, been right from the jump. Just boom. You tighten it up and you do like mm-hmm. a, a quick recap of like up to the fight with, uh, well, it's kind of, like it's kind of like the, the, the yeah, I was going to yeah. well, yeah. say it's like the Spider-Man, you know, kind of meme at that, that point where it's just story. like, you, you know, we've already been all here right. twice. You know, yeah. all right, we've done this one more time. One last time. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I wish they would have just yeah. like tightened up the editing and crammed episode one and two into one episode and have that just be like boom, 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 it's boom, like, boom, oh, boom, this boom. this is totally different. And then it's tighter and then when you get to it, you're like, oh, because as yeah. soon as episode two ended, I, I had watched episode one on like one night, you mm-hmm. know, went about my business. My wife's like, how was, I was like, eh, all right. I was like, it, 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 yeah. it looks really good. I was like, but it's kind of slow. And I was yeah. like, it's pretty, it's sticking fairly close to both mm-hmm. the movie and the comics. It's kind of remixing a little bit, but it's not so different that I'm like, I guess they're just going to retell yeah. the whole series. Mm-hmm. They just have eight episodes to do it instead of a movie. And then, uh, I watched episode two and it ended that next night and I was like, Oh, Okay, oh, we're now gonna get, we're going to do something <laughs> different. Because yeah. I was honestly not that wild about it. I, w- I was enjoying it, but I was like, if I hadn't already read the comics and watched the movie, I wouldn't be enjoying this. Yeah. It's kind of where I was thinking on that second episode midway through it. It was like, if I didn't already have all this pre-existing knowledge of yeah, these characters. I, I do think if you came yeah. into this show fresh with no previous knowledge, yeah. it, the first two episodes maybe probably don't feel as slow as to someone who's like, so we're just like doing this story again? Because right. if, it's, if yeah. it's the first time you've seen it, then you're like, okay, so what's going on? Whoa, what's going on? This is weird. We're getting weird. You know? Yeah. Like, so I think from that perspective, it, it, I won't say it harms people who are really familiar with it, but like you got to, you got to jump past a certain point. Yeah. Well, it's fresh and new and different. I yeah. really, I really hate using like the anime uh, cliche of like, oh, you just need to give it a three episode try or sure. a three well, episode. But like, now, but now that that's like the standard for streaming services now. Even you know the non binge services are like, hey, you know, first first night three episodes. Yeah, right. Well, like, yeah. Just all the time. <laughs> but yeah, like. <sighs> It's still, I still don't like having to basically, whenever I'm like recommending a show, I'm like, well, you got to give it three episodes. But, 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 but,
what a delight it is to be able to say that. But you give it the first three episodes. So that's like an hour 20 of viewing. Well, yeah, I, I was actually going to say that's <laughs> yeah. a fantastic point. Three hours. Yeah, where these are only 20 to 25 minute they're, episodes they're each, like, which is phenomenal. Please keep doing this. I'm like, so tired of Here's watching hour long episodes. Here's a yeah. 30 minute total episode. That's the intro, the outro, and just like some credits and stuff. So it's like, hey, they basically were like, we're on network TV, right? Like, sure for this. <laughs> It is such a great delight. It is. Go from, I can sit down and bang out five of these in a night. And it's yeah. like, hey, that's like uh, not even two hours, you know, or like two and a half hours, maybe yeah. tops. Whereas it's like, well, you want to watch five hours of House of the Dragon? Like, no. No, not really. <laughs> you want to watch five <laughs> episodes of Rings? No. Wheel of Time, five episodes. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely one of those those shows where like it really doesn't show its hand until I, I mean like episode two is definitely different than what the source material had and the movie. But the second you get to episode three, that's where it actually shines yeah. because you have, a, you have a good emotional climax. You have a fantastic fight, great well, animation. Yeah. Basically you, everything kind of now, lines I up. I do think yes. this also caveats to the sense of it's not, you have to get through three episodes. I think once you've made it through the first two episodes, that the end of the second episode dictates where this is going, and then you're like almost invigorated to watch the third right, episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third episode fulfills well, yeah, that promise. Yeah, like it, it comes through on that, but like yeah. you're already primed for it. Yeah. By then. Mm-hmm. Well, so in episode three, Ramona, That's Roxy Richter. Yeah. Roxy. Yeah. Basically, um, what what happens with her and Roxy is is different, but the same intent as what happens in the comics. Kind of like her yeah. and Roxy, kind of patch things up mm-hmm. but like scott ends up fighting her anyways there's well, like a whole thing in the comics that happens as to why but like the, i liked that they dipped into that because in the movie they never touch on ramona dealing with you know any of her exes yeah. right it's always like you have to fight them it's mm-hmm. kind of like the the thing and that's what it took to propel the movie through in two hours and that's mm-hmm. generally the majority of how the comic goes so when in this one when they did that at first, I was like, oh, okay, they're just taking what happened in the comics with her and Roxy and kind of remixing it. And then when you start to get further into that episode, and then when you get to the next episode, uh, whatever, where she's like, you know, with Lucas Lee yeah, and that whole thing is completely different. And then like, um, yeah, it just, I don't know. There's so well, many things that once it start, the more it diverges, the more I liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, where, I liked it yeah. because the movie felt like what the message it wanted to talk about was kind of like, overcoming you know the past trauma of your previous relationships and how you know once you can clear that it creates a fresh path for you to actually have a new relationship and go somewhere and the series here actually kind of deals with the person whose exes that is actually resolving those yes and and resolving the problems between the people and not just you overcoming your own personal misgivings like there's actually like she's apologizing to her for how she acted and what happened and it's like that's a much more cathartic piece of closure. Yeah. Well, and cause in, in the original movie and in, in the comic, it's about Scott basically coming to terms with the fact that he cheated on knives and Ramona at the same time. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a dirt bag. He doesn't pay for his own apartment, you know, and in the comic, <laughs> he gets a job, bag, he, a free he like grows a lot more in the comic yeah. at, at the end of it. There's like a, 
oh, he like grew up. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a coming of age thing for him. Whereas this feels like a coming of age story for Ramona. Yeah. Like she's yeah, the one that's, absolutely. they were like, how would she grow as a person in these situations mm-hmm. instead of it being focused on him? Yeah. And like the evil exes is more just like an excuse to have like fun fights and mm-hmm. like a, an, a, a reason to keep coming back well, and to like well, over, they, they over still, the top characters. Yeah, they yeah. still want to do yeah. the over the top. They still want to have the fights, but now you're getting the emotional sidebar that yeah, is yeah. kind of the actual character arc, which is, Good mm-hmm. for again, it's the catharsis. It's well, the and, and then you get like phenomenal animation that pairs along with it. Obviously, the entire fight with Roxy Richter whenever they're going through like different movies oh, yeah. and everything yeah. Yeah. is that was phenomenal because yeah. it, it's definitely like that's where you really get the the flexibility that animation gives you, right? Yeah, to where you can you know throw someone through a wall and they move into the old west. Instead yeah. of well, the, just the, the, the transitions in that with like the shelf lands and now they're in, you know, the 1920s, yeah, 20s, or, or yeah. whenever she, um, her, um, uh, her friend like pauses Roxy and she's just like, stand, like Oh yeah. Just, like, yeah. In the air. And it, it's just like, those kind of moments are just really, really good. Yeah. And it really shows the, the animation chops of science. Saru. Yeah. Well, and I like too like, you know, as you keep going, like when you get to the Lucas Lee stuff on the the movie set, that's basically Whatever. the Whatever. plot of Scott Pilgrim <laughs> as song. written by Young Neil, uh, which is a fantastic little subplot. <laughs> I loved Wallace in this. Wallace has always been so, one of my favorite so characters. Wallace was in every... a favorite character in the yeah. movie for me. Yeah, and then I, him being a bigger hero, she's like, yeah, yes, yeah, just like replacing really himself on set, <laughs> and like Edgar Wrong being like, I love it, <laughs> and then the other Wallace being his. Stuff on doubles, <laughs> like what's going on with you? Wait guys? a minute, you get four stunt doubles? But then I loved the the uh, the ninja paparazzi and like yeah. all the stuff you know with Lucas Lee. And then I again, as you move through and you have like um, the uh, the stuff with Lucas Lee and Gordon Goose, where they get to be buds, and you're like, this guy's sweet. Like they're kind of like friends or whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh. I also liked it in the. Uh, I'm trying to remember which episode it was. Let me pull it up real quick. I think it's the light camera sparks. It's when basically the uh, the uh, Envy Adams comes into yeah. the scene, right? Mm-hmm. And what they did with her and uh, I can't uh, Todd. Even yeah, Todd. Todd. Oh, sorry, like, are we talking about with them like in the uh, like the making of documentary? Yes. Or yeah, the, yeah. Okay. The, the the fact that it switches styles into uh-huh. like a documentary and like that Todd gets <laughs> seduced by Wallace <laughs> and. <laughs> Just like going off the vegan, I, I like that they played into the vegan powers a little more yeah. too with the, t- the portals and stuff. And then, yeah, you have that whole thing with with envy where you get a little bit more with her than you got in the the movie. Yeah, which again you get a lot of in in the comic. So I'm glad they dipped into to her a little bit. I feel well, like they actually didn't give us enough envy. I actually wanted a little bit more because yeah. she yeah. Uh, Brie Larson did a fantastic job. Um, yeah, she always her. does a fun voice for envy. Like even yeah. in the movies, it's like. Nothing like any other character she's ever yeah. played. Yeah. Well, and I think I, just because she gets to have a little bit more fun with it, like you, yeah. she actually had like a lot of like good emotion to it. I thought. Yeah, I think too. Like the, I don't know, the the way Chris Evans played Lucas Lee. Oh, he's fantastic. Was great because he's just like he is whatever, whatever. you know that guy. <laughs> it was just great. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to think of what I was trying to say there. So. Looking at the overall series, right? It's eight episodes. It's talking about getting a little more out of um, Envy. I could have done with like a 12 
or 14 episode run, maybe? Maybe, maybe not. not maybe, not maybe not 14. 10, like 10, 10, 10, 10 probably. Just a little episodes. more with a couple of characters would Especially have Especially if we could have taken the first two episodes and pushed them together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's technically it's 11 episodes, but it's only 10 episodes. Yeah. Right. I think I could have done then that. Then you could have yeah. had a lot more room to play a few more of the things we had going on and, and stretch them out. Yeah. Or either stretch them out or build into them better. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I would have liked to have seen – I wouldn't have minded seeing uh, – because in what, in the movie we get a confrontation between Ramona and Envy where it's like they each had to fight the other person's evil ex. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have minded seeing more of like that style of something. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, again, it's the, the back and forth of each of them dealing with the other's exes. Well, in, in just at the tail end, you get a little bit – it's a little half-baked with Gideon Graves and um, Julie. Jules. Julie. Yeah. Where, like, it feels like if you had an extra episode in there to give that, them – That could have gone like, somewhere Like, that would have been really yeah. nice. Hey, screw it. If yeah. we're adding an extra episodes, uh, you know, she said she's gone for 90 minutes. That's three episodes. <laughs> just say do it like 24 it's like literally yeah. <laughs> I mean you could just give me a whole Lucas Lee and Goose episode yeah that was, yeah, that was, yeah. That was a lot of and fun be totally I, I really liked that episode <laughs> um, yeah and I liked the the stuff they did with uh, the robot that the Katinagi twins well, have well I like how you could kind of like midway through I felt like you could kind of see like okay the robot's been here it's the been whole, in everything yeah at some point this is going to be a recap or something oh yeah here we go here it is here's the replay <laughs> well I, I, in the in the comics so the the way it unfolds because in the, the movie the Kachinagi twins are just at the one battle of the bands they just, and and just, they just play yeah. music all in they the do. comics it's like four or five interactions and like each time they've built a different robot to fight Scott Pilgrim <laughs> and every time he's fighting it they always cut to Ramona and Kim or someone talking and in the background you just see kicks oh, really? happening <laughs> and it's like the focus is supposed to be on their conversation and you just see him like fighting and they always is he okay he's good he's it's just a little oh, robot the, but the, uh, of the they, they make like three or four robots that go after him in the comics and this one that's in the show is the first one and it's the one that he defeats the easiest so like making it the one that they just stick with throughout the whole series through, is yeah. like a real little easter egg that i liked a lot uh, so one one character that i wasn't a big fan of mostly because she didn't just didn't get any agency in the film mm-hmm. but i loved knives in this oh yeah she I, was a phenomenal just addition to like yeah. what was already she's there just, she's just a much better piece here i I, 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 I could have done with a little more knives yeah because yeah, wow. i love the actress that plays knives in the movie who does the voice in mm-hmm. this and and I like the character of Knives in the comics. She gets a little more to do, yeah. like a little more going on. Does she join the band in the comics? I don't think so. So they I, make I, a crack about something in the comics about her being able to do music, but I don't think she ever joins the I, band. Like she I does love the the ongoing joke or the recurring like, joke like of like Steve's how long a songwriter you, now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. how long you've been doing this? Uh, what time is it? An hour? Yeah, two <laughs> hours. Four hours? Yeah. She's playing the piano. When did you learn that today? Yeah, <laughs> longer than the other instrument. Well, yeah. and, and something else that kind of felt half baked was whenever um, her and Kim had kind of like the jam session. Yeah, I really like, and they like. I really felt like the vibe there. Yeah, and I really one, this wanted to go again, and then I wanted it also go somewhere relationship wise, and it just never happened. Or, or it did, like, yeah. Come yeah. back later. Uh, give me a later like battle of the bands where she has to jump in. Like you know, the other people don't show up. And yeah, it's just her and Kim. Yeah. They have to like riff to stall for time. I don't know. Yeah, again, Maybe something else was just the two of them just jamming out. I think you you compress that first two episodes and into you get one a little episode, bit more, and you go to like ten episodes. Yeah. you can throw yeah, more chef's, of stuff chef's like kiss that. On that. Mm. I think. That, yeah. that would have been almost the ideal length. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like this show a lot. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I had a lot of fun. Again, as a Scott Pilgrim fan, you get 
I have three different ways to enjoy my flavors of Pilgrim. Get the board game. You can have four. <laughs> yeah, I could. Play the video game. That's five. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's like it's the Ninja Turtles beat them up. It's really good. <laughs> um, but I, I do think that a little more time on this, a little tighter editing. It could have been massaged a little bit more. Could have yeah. gotten yeah. a little more you action could, you with some there's, there's a lot more juice to squeeze here yeah. that they just didn't go for. Uh, so you know, we are kind of winding down a little bit maybe. But before we, we get too far on that, uh, I do want to bring up another thing that I really liked was the intro song. Yes. Oh yeah. We it's did kind of, we did hash a little bit on that. The other music wasn't so great. Yeah. The, the opening was not one of those. The, the first, the, no, yeah. every time with anime, right? The first episode, like, man, I don't know how I feel with this, this opening. And by like the third episode, I'm like bang it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Intro. <laughs> this is the best intro ever. <laughs> I mean, this is a banger. Just right from the go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've definitely been listening to this song a lot well, since the show yeah, came I've out. To this for a while. So the I've actually listened to this band's music beforehand, but nothing has ever really stuck out for me with them until yeah. this song. And I was like, oh, it's them. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I can get behind this. And it's Same. been just on my rotation since I started watching the show. Well, and also there's there's some pretty good animation that goes along with this. I was a little disappointed that the outro we didn't get like an animated outro. Yeah. Uh, but of course, you know, Netflix is like, well, you want to skip these, right? Go to the next well, episode. I think that's probably why? the big reason. Yeah. So here's a question because, you know, obviously we're talking about anime openings and endings now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Do you consider this an anime? So uh, yeah. I do because it was made by a Japanese animation studio. It's made by studio. a Japanese animation studio. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So basically, there's this whole debate, and I'm not. I'm going to keep it relatively short-winded here. Please, oh, do. there's a whole debate right now in the anime community that this show is not actually an anime. Okay, um, they're wrong they, they because it's emphatically an anime. Action. But what what is the argument? That okay, because it's so, an American property. Or that um, it's... Okay, so there's like a threefold for okay. this. So technically, it was the original source material was. It's not a manga. Was, it's, a, it's not it's a manga. That's that's kind novel. of one of the things where it's it doesn't a manga matter. styled comic book. <laughs> well, but the the real kicker was was mm. that this was produced with the intent of an American audience and not a Japanese audience, mm. despite the fact that there was a Japanese dub that was completely um, done so, in tandem, so in tandem with, with the production. Yeah. It's essentially being considered a foreign film or foreign series in Japan. Whereas, basically, yeah, basically, anime here is and a then the series. other kicker was was that the director is not Japanese because most of the time, well, but hold on, but he works. I know I'm getting. He there. works in the industry. He's though. been working in the <laughs> industry for over ten years in Japan. Yeah, he's Japanese talent. Like, like at this yeah. point, right? Yeah, like he just. He has that's his not, bona fides. That's, that's yeah. being like, oh, well, the movie was made by uh, you know Guillermo del Toro. Well, so it's not Hollywood. It's a Spanish production. No, no, that's a Hollywood production. Yeah, he yeah. made it in L.A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. count. But yeah, like it has a has a like it's it's an anime. So what what tripped I mean, me out was like I didn't do any research before starting mm-hmm. the show. To know that, you know, Science Saru yeah. was doing it or whatever. Yeah, I didn't realize this was actually yeah. like, hey, this is just a Japanese what if, production. What if the opening credits are just a bunch of Japanese names? Yeah. Right? Where it's right. just like, I thought this was going to be like, you know, uh, like Avatar. Avatar the last, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. So when I started it and it kicked off with a Japanese theme song and like I see all the names popping up and they're all Japanese, I was like, oh, this is going to rule. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I thought this was just like an American studio. It was like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I just saw the walking monkey. I was like, oh, okay. I know okay. This. Yeah. I, know yeah. that. I know that symbol. But yeah. I know that okay. Means. Really quickly, let's roll around. Would you recommend it, Steven? Yeah, totally. And I think it's it can be a good jumping <laughs> mm-hmm. off point if you haven't been introduced to any other stuff. Yeah. I do feel like if you have more source material, you're going to get more out of this, though. I would concur with that. I think that the more you can see how they're remixing stuff, mm-hmm. 
the, at least for the, me, that's some of the delight maybe. in it. Yeah, it's just a different experience. But you have I would to just put know it that, that it's a remake. Yeah. I mean, like our one-star reviewer was always like, uh, "Excuse me, this is not an adaptation." Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, so, so I, I could very easily see some neck beards getting bent out of shape, and it's not exact. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for me, again, having three different versions of the story. Well, and all more are fun. good. And that, they're all good yeah. and they're all different in their own way. But where you see the shapes taking shape across all three of them, that's fun too. But it's not required. I don't yeah. think if you've never read the comics, it's not like you have to read them before this. I yeah. think at the very least, you might get more out of it if you watch Scott Pilgrim, the movie. The movie. And it's yeah. available on Netflix too right now. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, I would say. It'll pop up when you yeah. finish the show. It, it throws it out there. It does. Geez. Yeah. Would you it, recommend it, Andrew? Netflix yeah, is. I would. It's definitely one of those where y- you want to give it its three-episode try. Yeah. And if it's not your thing by then, probably not going to be for you. Yeah. I, I, I would say that um, I would recommend it for sure to anyone that's a fan of Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, it's it's a quick watch. Like, it's not really that big of a time commitment per no. episode. So it's not like something you have to, like, slog through, like, an hour long. No, so yeah. It's, it's super 20, short, 24 sweet. minutes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would definitely rewatch it. I'll probably put it into my rotation of Scott Pilgrim rewatching, rereading. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as I do every <laughs> few years. Steven, you going to rewatch it? Uh, probably. I'm probably going to rewatch the film first in mm. between. Just, just to, Yeah, and, just and, to, like, get the taste of Scott Pilgrim. Well, just, just, just a different... Right. Well, and... Potentially, also, that's just don't say that like that ever. Again. I'll say it like that. Edgar Wright, pour me up a cup <laughs> of directing. Uh, no, I mean I may also, you know, in between, pick up the comics and have a read there just to see. You know, I would what, highly the recommend third it, pillar yeah. of this universe here or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about our Patreon. Promote the Patreon. For just $1 a month, you can get access to all of our bonus content that we come out at least once a month. Guaranteed. All of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. All of Top it. to bottom. We have awesome episodes where we talk about martial arts recommendations. This is mm-hmm. a great segue because this is semi-related sort of to yeah. martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just came out of uh, martial art month, month in November, yeah. not we, that long ago. We did Ip Man, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, a bunch of other fun ones if you haven't Police listened to those. Story. But, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, we have a lot of really cool content. I mean, we do, uh, we intro, do. intro to anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's another good That's player. another good piece that, that's very connected. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of, uh, of recommendations like that. Of like, If you're wanting to get into martial arts, anime, things like that, it's for people that have watched a lot of it, people that have starting from zero. We also have sorts of tough. crazy episodes where we go off the rails. We do a lot of, like, we ask ChatGPT to give us, like, movie net titles, uh, and then we, we cast and come up with the, the plot of the movie. <laughs> that was a great one. We have, we fight presidents based off their portrait alone. Which is also um, that, that also fits this as well. We have battles. And, and who knows, we may, we, ha- we may have to do one where we um, monarchs. fight monarchs. I want to yes. fight, I want to fight the Habsburgs. <laughs> okay. I'll have to Google the Habsburgs. We need to see if we can shed. fight Cleopatra. <laughs> It's <laughs> a different kind of monarch. <laughs> Put them in the pile. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that sounds like all the time we have. So, as always, follow us on social. Leave us a review wherever you're listening now and share us with a friend. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Andrew. I'm Steven. And every spoiler was intended. <laughs>